My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. What are you doing on the 5th of October 2020? Well, if you're not sure what to do, I know what you should do. You should totally come and join our free seven-day yoga and meditation program. It's all online. You don't really need to do anything except sign up and give us your name and email address, and we'll send everything you need directly to your inbox. And then after that, you will actually need an internet connection and your amazing body to do the yoga and the (laughs) meditation. So get ready for daily yoga, daily meditations that are really just designed to completely transform your day. Mm. So we're talking more calm feelings, less stress, more movement as well. And the classes are all 25 minutes or less. Mm -hmm. So they really can fit in with your schedule. You don't have to kind of like stress out that you're going to run out of time. It's like, oh, 25 minutes. I'm, I'm sure we can all squeeze in 25 minutes for absolute bliss and movement and calm. Exactly. <laughs> so if you want to join us, we start on the 5th of October. It's running for seven days. Make sure you head over to the merrymakersisters.com forward slash seven days. That's the number seven days. It's going to be amazing. It's all free. Come and join us. We can't wait. This is episode 267 on the Get Married podcast, and we are so excited to be coming to you today, both of us now officially in our 30s. Oh, yeah. It was Carla's (laughs) 30th birthday yesterday on the 23rd of September. She is a Virgo and definitely, definitely has the traits of a Virgo. I'm on the cusp. (laughs) I know, but you're a Virgo. It's super annoying. Like people like, oh, you're a Libra. No, I'm a Virgo. It's like we definitely (laughs) can confirm she's a Virgo. I mean, like there probably is traits of Libra. There must be. We can probably find. Well, Libra is like all what We can probably find traits of every star sign. It's like I'm a Leo today. I'm a Sagittarius (laughs) tomorrow. Like, But no, I am a Virgo. And yeah, it was a beautiful birthday. I spent it with my sister <laughs> no and we Lucky had you. lovely lunch went shopping and then we had a beautiful dinner out at a japanese restaurant here on the gold coast which was super nice delicious yeah it was fun i mean the service wasn't that good yeah <laughs> but the food was amazing yeah it's we were gonna say this is our recommendation if you love japanese food and you love bad service go to this restaurant no we, we won't eat we won't mention what restaurant it was and look i don't know i feel like i quite often am like Where's the good service around here? And, <laughs> like, no, but I'm serious. Mm. Like, it's difficult to to really find. I mean, no, I can fi- I can think of a few places. Do you know Gemellini, that pizza place? That is really good service. Really friendly service yeah, as well. Yeah, you feel really warm and welcome yeah. there. <laughs> it's like it feels really family 
Like you feel like a part of the family. Yeah, whereas other restaurants, uh, you just get that snob vibe. Mm. Like you're not really welcome. It's like, no, you don't don't really fit in here. Yeah. And I get it. (laughs) I probably don't. (laughs) I don't fit in anywhere. I don't fit in anywhere, okay? Uh, But do you know what's funny? It's like people, that restaurant is so busy and like people keep going back. So, I mean, yes, the food is great. It's definitely quite overpriced, mm. I do believe. But, I mean, maybe not as well because it's more like, uh, I don't know, some of it is overpriced. So when you message us and you ask us where should I go to eat <laughs> on the Gold Coast, we'll let you know the restaurant then. We're not going to name and shame. Obviously, we wouldn't do that. But we do often find ourselves having these conversations about service and um, and also how you feel when you enter, like, a restaurant or a cafe. And I think it's always interesting. We always think we can learn something from yeah. other people's businesses, especially service-based businesses. Well, I mean, oh, you know, like, what's the number one thing that people spend money on? Like, you know, they're, they're, the money that's just, like, you're blowing it mm. kind of thing. It's, like, it's food. Yeah, going it's going out. out. Like, literally, that is what everyone loves to mm-hmm. do. Uh, I heard Ramit Sethi talking about it, like, in a survey. Like, this is what most people love mm. to do, spend money on going out. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, when you're spending a lot of money on a really nice dinner, like, you kind of expect, like, friendly service and attentive service. And, and your water glass to be filled. Yeah, water glass to be filled and, like, to not get booted out. Uh, After an hour and a half. It's like, um, okay. Anyway, we should stop banging because on about that's this. that's not what we we're talking about. But I did have a really good birthday. And also, but also I think, uh, you know, we can learn lessons in that, though. It's like, you know, what do we want to create? Like, whether it's just in how you show up or your business mm-hmm. or your your how you show up at, at your workplace, you know, like, warm and welcome is nice. Mm. It sucks when you walk into a restaurant and you kind of feel like they're snobs. Mm. Like, why Why is that? I have no idea. Like, why do people think that's no a good idea. thing? And, I mean, I guess, like, it's something about maybe uh, uh, status, is it? Status, social status even. I mean, it probably stems back from, like, the the Middle Ages and the Roman, the, the ancient Romans yeah. and Greeks. It's like... People are in different classes, mm. I guess, and if you don't look like you fit in, which is crap because that's all on the external. Yeah. Like, this is the, and this is also, the problem with the and world. And I'm also like, well, how do they, like, why, 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 why are I don't they doing know. But that? Maybe, wait, 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 here, I'm about to shake it up. It's our perception, though. Maybe it's not, not like that at all. It's <laughs> maybe how they, we feel. Oh, yeah, exactly. It is all how we feel. So maybe it's like. Huh. Maybe we feel like we don't fit in there. Yeah. And maybe we shouldn't go to restaurants where we don't feel like we fit in. So where do we fit in? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Anyway, totally not what we're talking about today. I mean, probably. It's going to link up. It always does. So when Emma turned 30, Emma wrote a blog post on like 30 lessons. Oh, we should definitely link Now that that I know that I'm – oh, 30 lessons now that I know that I'm 30. No, 30 lessons now that I'm 30. And her birthday was in December and she started it in December and I think it fin- was finished in, like, March of the following year. It was a great blog post, but it took a long time. And yesterday we were having lunch with our friend. That is so funny. <laughs> yesterday we were having our lunch with our friend Typical Maddie me. for my birthday. And Maddie was like, okay, what are your top five lessons, like, that you've learned now that you're 30? And we were rattling them off. You were agreeing with a lot of them. And... All of them, obviously. 
<laughs> yeah, I was butting in, actually. I was just like, I'm Excuse part me, of this. these are my five lessons. And so we thought, why don't we record this and put it on a podcast? And then yeah. I don't need to write about it. So perfect. I mean, I might write about it. Yeah, you probably should as well. Uh, okay, so five lessons, sister. Mm. Let's do and it. And let's not cap it at five. I feel like this is a funny thing because yesterday we definitely didn't do five. I oh, think that was we did about ten. eight or ten. And it made – I was actually reflecting on that this morning thinking how funny it is. We always do this. We always are like, let's do a 10-day thing or a seven-day thing or uh, a five this, and it's never that. It always I, changes. It always changes. And I'm okay. Like, okay, why do we do that? So whatever number, <laughs> we to be confirmed number, let's start with the number one lesson in no order probably. Okay, yeah, because like, they're just going to pop into my head. Yeah. yeah, no order of importance, all equally important. Okay, so the first lesson that I want to talk about, and it was actually the last lesson that I talked about yesterday, but I think it's maybe one of the most important, (laughs) forgiveness. Mm. And this is like forgiveness of yourself, Mm -hmm. but also forgiveness of others. Because I think, I know I have in my past 30 years, dwelled and held on to grudges Mm -mm. for unnecessary amounts of time. Yeah, you definitely have, and I have too. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably sure you have too, listening, wherever you're listening from. And they just don't bring any goodness. So all we're doing, like that person or that happening event, whatever you've got that grudge against, they don't actually know that you're angry or upset. It's like a punishment you're putting yourself through. Yeah, it only hurts yourself. Yeah. It only takes up space in your mind. Yes. Uh, It steals space away from good stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're hanging on to this pain. You're reliving this pain because when you hold a grudge, you constantly think about it or it just pops up in your mind. Oh, I hate that person. That person (laughs) did this. No, I'm like, that's how it is. Like, it sounds so horrible, but yeah. Like, do you remember when that per- – and then you start talking about it to others. Yeah. And then you start, like, kind of completely changing the memory as well. Mm-hmm. It's like the me- – it becomes even worse sometimes. And Your imagination yeah. plays. Oh, my God. We do this. I mean, think about, about like, my ex-boyfriends. Mm-hmm. How many times have you, like, you held on to a grudge more than me even? It's like, I've forgiven. <laughs> Carla's like, I have not. <laughs> No way ever. I would never forgive him. (laughs) But, yeah. Someone's got to hold on to it. (laughs) But it's like, yeah, it's the realisation, which is a huge aha, right? The forgiveness is not about them. The forgiveness is about you and helping you. It's actually an act of kindness to yourself. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I love this. And sometimes it feels like weakness. I think this is why we hold on to grudges. It's like, no, I'm not going to let go of that because Mm. you did wrong to me. This reminds me of um, randomly Damiano and and I started watching Vikings. Oh, yeah. Is this a good show? Oh, it's very gory and violent, a lot of sex in it. It's great. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I like it because it's historical. I love history stuff. Uh, But the last season I hadn't watched and we put, like, randomly started watching it. And they talk about this kind of, like, society, how it's very much based on, you know, revenge. Mm. And so, oh, you killed my son, I'm going to kill your son. Mm. Like, obviously, a bit different back then. But it kind of reminds me of that, that 
you know, when you hold on to something, you don't forgive, it's kind of like you want revenge and mm. you think your grudge is the revenge, yeah. but it actually doesn't do anything. No. And in the end, revenge doesn't actually always help. Maybe no. it'll make you feel better for a minute, but it probably won't. Bad. Yeah, and then you feel crap again. So there's literally no point. Mm-hmm. So it's like a process of letting go, I guess. Yeah, it is definitely the letting go of. It's like, okay, there's that thought again. There's that memory again. I need to let go of it. I need Mm. to just see it in all of its objectivity Mm. of that happened. Mm. And it didn't happen to me almost. Mm. Like it's almost Mm. like, okay, can I let go of the hurt? Can I let go of the – can I accept that there's probably a scar there? Yeah. And, like, that's okay. I can learn from yeah, that. Yeah, Like, maybe I love that. we can also look at it as lessons. Some I know we've had many occasion where we've been hurt and, like, we have, like, said, I don't know, formed a relationship and it's just backfired on us. Yeah. We felt really hurt. We've held on to it. Mm-hmm. But then always we can be uh, really mindful of what happened and – we have discussions of we're like, well, they did this before. We noticed this before. We had this conversation before. There were all these signs that were saying, don't go that way. Yes. And so we true. didn't listen. And so I think it's, there's always a lesson in that hurt, of course, even though it's hard to learn it. Yeah. And I think as well, it's like acknowledging that, you know, to live is to go through pain. Mm, mm-hmm. Like you cannot live without pain in your life. Mm. It's like the yin and the yang, right? There's great times, there's amazing times, and then there's going to be bad yeah, times. Yeah, and maybe and use the word more times. so like suffering because yeah. I think pain feels more physical. Well, I mean like but that sometimes it does feel physical yeah. when it's like heartbreak yeah, or something and it's like literally debilitating. Yeah. yeah, it's suffering, but it's also like very painful. Mm. Uh I feel like suffering as well is when you kind of extend it, but there is always a point where there's pain. Yeah, that's And it's true. like, oh, my, and it's like, real. that happened to me and or it is, this is what's going on and then it's the process of, wait, I don't need to stay in that pain. Mm, and it's also, so even though this is a lesson of forgiveness, we have to also be conscious of our feelings and of what has happened to us, acknowledging mm. it because, and I think within the acknowledgement, the forgiveness comes faster because yeah. sometimes we can even try and not acknowledge that yeah. the thing has happened to us. He didn't hurt me. They didn't hurt me. Yeah, she yeah. didn't hurt me. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. And then that's also holding on to it. Yeah, so true. It's like it's pretending. It's almost like pre- saying you're fine yeah. to like to, I don't know why you do it. Because <laughs> you feel weak. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I broke up with my first boyfriend and – I was not fine. I was not fine for so long. But I was yeah. like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. Don't don't cry. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, wow. I was so So you sad. were so much like that. See, I've never been like that. Like I've never been one to be like, I'm okay. Like I'm oh, always I am yeah. I am that person. Yeah, you are that person. I am like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like those quotes on Instagram, check in on your strong friend. Like, please check in on me. I'm not okay. <laughs> when I say I'm fine, I'm, I'm not, not fine. fine. <laughs> uh, okay, so note for me. Always check in with Tyler. <laughs> no, I actually no, I'm fine right now. And um, I always do check in, yeah, I you feel. Do. Like, okay, so let's let's keep it moving because, like, we're on lesson number one and there's so many. Uh, but we talked about letting go. I want to jump to one that really relates to that because, you know, there's forgiveness, there's letting go, but then there's also the act of surrender. Mm. And this isn't in the this. idea of, like, surrendering to what 
people have done to me. Like, it's not mm. about that. It's giving up the control we believe that we mm-hmm. have uh, because we never have control over anything and doing the work, as much work as we can, doing our best always, but then there's always an element of letting go. There's always got to be that letting go of that attachment to goals, that attachment to the perfect relationship, that attachment Mm. to the perfect house, the perfect home, whatever it is that you really, really badly want. We've got to let go of that and we've got to just surrender and trust the path. Yeah, I love that so much. And, I mean, that practice really changed my life and really changed your Mm -hmm. life. I know, like, when we read that book, Mm -hmm. The Surrender Experiment, we were like, oh. Please read it. Yeah, please do read it because really it's so funny how we think we can control our lives mm-hmm. and like and we kind of try and steer our lives in this in on this path that we perceive is the correct path that really we're probably looking at other people's paths and being like I want that. Mm. I need that. Mm-hmm. If I don't have that, my life is terrible Poo. and I will suffer. <laughs> really surrender is like this magical action that just allows you to live with more peace Mm -hmm. it allows you to let go of all the extra baggage you're carrying and acknowledging that hey like where I am right now this situation might not be exactly where I want to be but this is where I am Mm. and I'm grateful to be alive Mm -hmm. still and let's take a step forward it allows you to step forward with more grace and more ease Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah I mean detachment from goals and detachment from Mm -hmm. relationships detachment and surrender go hand in hand yeah and they are game changer because it just makes the journey so much more enjoyable it which is the point welcomes more joy you're it gives you like this ability to live with more freedom and Mm -hmm. more joy more like hey like this is where I am. It's okay. I'm still going to have fun. Yeah, because when we don't have that surrender and we're attached, we're never content. Like oh we're God. never content ever, ever, ever because we're not where we think we should be. And so we're we're like, well, I'm a bad human because I don't have X, Y, Z. Therefore, I cannot be happy until I reach that. Honestly, the more and more I think about it, I mean, I love this so much. But it's such a practice Mm -hmm. because I tell you what, it creeps up on me all the time. It's like, I want to be over there. Mm -hmm. Oh, this situation, like, it's not what they have. And it's, it's like, ingrained in our minds somehow. Like, I wonder from a human, like, you know, if we weren't born into this society, would we have this, like, it's a very, I guess, like, Western society thing, right? Well, no, because... The, like, detachment and surrender, like, this is, like, number one lesson of the yogi. True. So it this must have ancient. always. So it's, like, if it was the number one lesson, then, like, it probably was a was thing that thing. people had trouble like, with. Yeah. this is why it's kind of reassuring as well. Yeah. Like, these things, are, it's reassuring to know, <laughs> oh, 5,000 years ago they were also struggling with, like, attachment, I don't know, to the to the other heart over there. <laughs> You know, oh, that looks better. I want that. Wow, that's so true. So it, yeah, why it's yeah. not like they made these rules, I mean, these morals, these values, these guidelines for us mm. 2020 humans. Mm-hmm. 
5,000 so years true. ago, they were in the text. And I love how you just mentioned that because, you know, like right then, like I've just thought of like all these things that I've been really attached to and like been causing suffering in my life. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's like you just gave me also permission to be like, hey, like don't stress. Yeah. Like you're not a bad person uh-huh. because you sucked at surrendering. So, yeah, if you are feeling like, oh, my gosh, this surrender just gave me a huge like <sighs> – wake up call yeah like don't anxiety attack yeah yeah don't fret (laughs) you're okay you're just a human yeah you're doing your best exactly and then these problems are not problems that are new yeah it's just that we're surrounded by different a different environment but they're all so relevant and they were so relevant okay I love so it's good because it it makes us feel also normal Oh, this is normal. Yeah, connected. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we're all the same. I love that. Number okay. two, surrender. So um, we spoke also how surrender welcomes more joy. Mm. So when we surrender, we actually allow ourselves to experience more joy. And actually, I think I will turn this into the number one thing. How much joy can you bring today? Like that is the question to ask yourself every single day. And how much, and even if you don't, love your situation even if you're like I hate my job I hate my job I hate my job there is a way you can bring joy like we have a choice to bring joy so this is like okay so people are naturally joyful some people are naturally I think so I think but some people are like they're less naturally joyful yeah how do we bring like how do we bring more joy if we feel like we're not very joyful people? Yeah, I think this is an interesting question because is it that we perceive them as not as joyful because oh, yeah. it's not external? That's true. And like I'm talking about this like, you know, like looking at myself, yeah. not anyone else. It's like like yeah, like I could probably be more joyful, but what is wait, like this is it's like defining joy to you, to you. as an individual. Because you yeah, could be like so the true. most quiet uh, reserved human, but also the most joy-filled yeah. human. I don't really know how to see a, I don't know what joy looks like for you. Yeah, that's very true. Or feels like for you, sorry. So, but I yeah. know what it feels like for me. And I don't even think joy to me is like the loudest, most like, you know, outgoing moment of my life. It's usually these like quiet, content moments where you're like, wow. Yeah. And a lot of the time it's like, being alone I feel like Mm -hmm. I can really recognize my joy when I'm like reading a book Mm. like sitting there reading a great book and you're like oh my god this is the best or like and just acknowledging and being aware of like all the good stuff Mm. and like feeling the smile Mm. all over like this feeling of a smile not even like a smile on my face but like it's like this joy Mm. just like this like wave of happiness I really get it when I'm doing like not every yoga class but like in yoga same like sometimes I'll just catch myself and I've got a smile on my face not because like the teacher said put a smile on your face but do you get it in other people's classes or your own classes I get it no in other people's classes too I only get it in your (laughs) classes but also (laughs) also like when I'm like when I teach I'm very joyful yeah I can feel that when you teach I know I can see you're enjoying it I'm like this is the best and I just I'm so excited to tell you what to do next because you're about to have the best experience in this pose (laughs) yeah I think um I, I think see. you're very joyful and when you do. Yeah, I love well. teaching too. Love teaching. I do love teaching you're in real life. You're always like yeah. you're smiling and on like 
I mean, our videos are joy-filled. Yeah, I love doing that. I love teaching. How fun that we just realized that. Like, <laughs> How fun we realized we love what we do. But I, I can see the joy in you when you teach and, like, with the music. Like, this is in real life. There's not um, – right now we don't have music in our classes in Marybody except the yin yoga has music. Oh, my God. That's so, so good. good. But I can, like, literally feel the joy that, like, seeps out of you in that, in that process of teaching. And that's so cool because it's not – like I'm trying. No, it just is. It just is. And Helpful. that's the most important thing really with joy. Yeah, it's not it fake. It shouldn't be fake or like you shouldn't be trying to feel joy. It should just be joy. So maybe it's important to like really reflect here and be like, hey, when do I feel joy? Yeah. I feel I- joy like walking around in the sunshine. Yeah, oh, God, I felt <laughs> joy doing that. I felt joy yesterday when we were like by the pool with our feet and, and I was like, it's so, so sunny so outside. Nice. We should go out. I know. And yesterday was cloudy in the morning and today is like bright, sunny well, day. Let's go outside. Um, yeah, no, I feel joy doing that. I feel joy like at the beach. Yeah. The beach is a very joyful place, I feel. Cool. So joy. And I know we kind of just backtracked there slightly because – at the start, it was like, you've got to make the joy. You've got to feel the joy. And then we kind of realized joy is just a being. Like, you just be joy. So that's a kind of a, what is that word, where it's hypocritical. Like, it's like, it's kind of, there's two different things. Because maybe we can can make the joy. Yeah, we can choose joy. Like, maybe we can. Yeah. But then there's also the moments where it just floats out of you yeah it's like in the the action course. Yeah. so it's like the action can cause the joy or you consciously am are like i'm gonna be more I'm joyful gonna i'm gonna feel yeah. joy okay cool yeah it's like it's just having the awareness i think interesting and then also doing things that you love mm-hmm. that you know welcome joy mm-hmm. or trying new things like there's so yeah, much magic, magic in trying in new things yeah definitely Okay, uh, and that's so funny because day one of the seven-day free yoga and meditation program is all about, like, that's a theme, like the mm. magic of trying new things, mm. the magic of new beginnings. I love that. I love that. Okay, so I think we're up to number four, and this is another big one, and it's all about what we look like <laughs> externally. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter what you look like. No. <laughs> That's the lesson. Like, oh, <laughs> if only I knew that when I was 12. <laughs> Dang. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. <laughs> All 30. the ages. Uh, and, again, this is a forever – well, I know for – it's a practice and it's a daily practice probably. We have to learn to not put so much value on our external features. Yeah, we have to realise we're so much more than just our faces and our bodies. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the way our bone structure is that creates the body and mm-hmm. apparently if you're a pear shape or a triangle shape, mm-hmm. it's like... Can you not call me a yeah. pear? Can you just like... Can I just be a just body? Just be a body? Yeah. Like there's all different kinds of bodies. Yeah. it's But it's like... You remember those in the magazines? Remember, Which I'm pretty sure they you. still do that. It's just that we don't choose to read that. Yeah. They definitely would still talk about that. Mm. Do not wear this if you have a pear shape. It's like just wear whatever you freaking want. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Do not wear horizontal stripes. Just, like, oh, my God. God. Stop telling me what to do. <laughs> yeah, or ask, stop listening, stop yeah. reading it. And, I mean, this one I feel like must be the one of the biggest lessons of mm-hmm. your 20s, really. Yeah. Uh, that just 
completely transform your life mm-hmm. and probably allowed more joy and probably allowed you to surrender better. Like yeah. it's all linked. And, I mean, this was such a big thing in both of our lives that that emphasis on what we look like. And, I mean, we spoke in depth about this in episode 266 about diet culture and what it created for us. And, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's literally debilitating. It's like it's like takes up so much space in your life, mm-hmm. and we can let it go. Yeah. We can choose to let it go. And as you said, it's a daily practice to realize that you're so much more than what you look like. Yeah. Ah, and yeah, and know that the differences of what you look like are also beautiful. Like there is no one ideal beauty. It's all beautiful. Like, it, it is. It's it just all, is. It just is. Like, and there's no ifs, buts, questions about it. And I feel like the most amazing feeling that I have from this now, because, you know, I used to judge myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I judged people. Yeah. I was very judgmental. And, I mean, we're all still judgmental. We're human beings yeah. after all. But it's so nice to see and feel myself judging others less. Mm -hmm. Like I don't judge people anymore. And like from, you know, I would, I know I used to, I will say this, I used to look at people and be like, she's really pretty. She's beautiful. She's not very pretty. Like she's ugly. Yeah. Like I would. I know I would. And I would never say that out loud. But internally I would. Yeah. And then Or she's fat. She's skinny. Because I was so obsessed with the external body and I always I continuously judged myself. Therefore, guaranteed you judge other people. Yeah. And then you always put yourself against other people. It's like, oh she's pretty. Yeah, that's what it was. You're prettier than me. Like, oh I'm prettier than you. Oh my god, it's smaller. And I wish my nose was like that. Or their eyes are really big. Like my eyes are they slant down. Oh, like that means And it this. sounds so horrible to say this out loud, but it's like it's good to speak the truth and acknowledge that, hey, like I don't do that anymore. Yeah. And actually what I do now is like I see beauty in everything. Yeah, me too. And it's such a nice feeling and it that actually brings joy to me yeah. to be like, like I love that that person over there, they have this feature that old me would have been like, Oh, look at yeah. that, like a negative. Yeah. And now I'm like, I love that because it's so unique and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a good feeling. Such a good feeling. And so within that practice of like what you look like is means nothing, absolutely nothing. It it doesn't – what you look like literally doesn't make you any a different human. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? It doesn't change anything about well, you. I – the, the difficult thing is with this subject is that we live in a society that values external. Yes. So I think we must acknowledge that it does change things. There is a such no, thing no, no, as no. pretty privilege and – I didn't say things. You. It doesn't change you. Yeah, who you it, are. Who you are. I it think definitely it, changes how you get treated. Yes, yes. Which is not fair. Well, I, just, I just wanted to, like, make sure that no, we, yeah, like, we're aware of we that. We are very – we are aware of that. Yeah. We talk about it a lot. Yeah. And, like, um, we should do a podcast about it. Yeah. We should do a podcast with Miriam about it. She would have a lot to bring, I feel. Um, but this – and, I mean, this is how we say, you know, like, even, like, when you're like, oh, I want to do the splits, I want to be up to handstand, doesn't change who you are, though. No. So you achieve this goal and then what changed? What? You can do the splits? Cool. Mm. Nothing Nothing really that mm. cool about that, <laughs> actually. Oh, you did a kind, had a, did a kind gesture and changed someone's life? Ooh. Oh, 
That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> okay, so within that, there's also the lesson of acceptance, which is going to help you with all this body stuff, accepting your body just as it is. I feel like that's a big lesson. Uh, also within the body thing, stop comparing. Don't compare yourself. You talked about this already. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like three lessons within one all about mm-hmm. the body. Oh, another one about the body, don't go on the diet. Yeah. Don't. Just Ever. don't. If you're, if you're randomly like 12 listening to this or if you have daughters, Hello. don't go on the diet. Like, yeah, eat more vegetables because they're delicious mm. and fun, mm-hmm. but don't do it for a specific reason to lose weight especially. It's like just eat a balanced diet. Mm-hmm. And, yes, okay, you've been to your uh, health professional. They put you on a therapeutic diet. Obviously you do what you do to cure something. I'm talking when it's like you're reading a magazine about the latest diet that XYZ is on. They've lost 10 kilos in a week. Oh, my God. Amazing. Cool. I'm going to go on that diet on Monday. I'll start it on Monday. You'll go shopping on the weekend and get everything. Don't do it. Don't do it. Throw, like, rip that piece of paper out, chuck it in the bin, light it on fire. Yeah. Wait, wait. People are not reading magazines. They're probably on their phones. Don't chuck your phone. Don't light that on fire. Yeah, you might, I mean, do, or do. Or do, do yes. Get rid of your phone. But uh, I tell you what, it's all BS. Mm-hmm. Diet culture sucks. Diets suck. Mm-hmm. Full, stop. Full stop. So, yeah, they're the three, four lessons that fall into the body category. Okay. <laughs> okay. Other lessons? Number five. D- did we have any more lessons? You mean do you, do you have any? Other? Yeah, I know. But yesterday I'm trying to think about what we talked about. Mm. Pauses for dramatic silence. I feel like we covered everything. Do you, can you recall anything? We did pause the podcast because I needed to reflect for a moment. Another lesson would be give up your expectations. Stop having expectations on yourself. Mm. And I should say like unrealistic or unnecessary expectations and also on others. I think this again creates a lot of freedom. Like for example, even just like the expectation of like a really simple example. Okay, your loved one did the dishes last night and they did it probably every other night as well. And then tonight they don't do it. What the hell? Like why didn't you do the dishes? Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't have, I mean, you're different, Emmy. You've got like a bit of a, a rule system, not rules, but like you've talked about it. Who does what? Well, yeah, it's like if I cook, he does yeah. the dishes. If so you've cooks, got that. I, I get it. That's a that's like a spoken about thing. But it doesn't thing. always work because, you know, like there's those little like knives that get used and, you know, they just get popped in the dirt, like they're dirty in the sink and then they add up and you're like, hey, I didn't use that. <laughs> I didn't cook that. <laughs> Are you just leaving that for me? How rude. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> the expectations, I think this is a big one. And do you know what? I also see this a lot. I obviously have – I definitely had this when I was younger, like in my mm. 20s, I reckon, and my and my teens. Expectations of like, I have to be an A-grade student and if I don't get A's and I'm a bad human. So all of these things. And um, You also put it on others massively. Oh, I like, yeah, about I felt that. the pressure of your yeah. expectations. Oh, did you? 
Yeah, I did. Jeez, I have high expectations of you, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I only expect the best. <laughs> you don't count. No, I'm kidding. But I think uh, it is something that I see in a lot of other people, like, mm. close to me. is mm. like, expectations of, like, achieving or, like, doing certain things. They've got this idea in their head and they have to do it by this time. And all I see is it just bring not goodness. <laughs> It brings suffering. All these things, it's like it's all suffering. It brings not goodness. Good English. Thank you. Uh, This is why we have a podcast. Very good at speaking. Uh, I totally agree with that. And, again, it's like you don't realise how many expectations you hold of yourself and the others Mm -hmm. around you. And you don't realise how much, you know, you might get angry and, like, feel this, like, this fire especially when it's expectations of someone else, it's like actually what you're better off doing is getting rid of the expectation and like having better open communication. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hey, like this, like we can think of a better way to do this or like I'm feeling this, like let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's all about being open and not making these, these unspoken rules and unspoken like assumptions assumptions yeah it's like how how do they know Mm -hmm. that you expect that of them and why do you expect that of them Mm -hmm. and of yourself like Mm -hmm. why do you expect yourself to be able to achieve that by this age and why are you such a big failure if you don't reach it actually Mm -hmm. you're not yeah and I guess within that lesson falls out falls also like perfectionism yeah because we all have this idea of like what a perfect version of myself looks like like the you listening at home have this idea of what perfect you is and it's a it's a mix-up of other inverted commas perfect people you've seen and they're doing perfect things and you're like okay I'm gonna do that but I'm probably gonna do it even better and only then when I do it better than them then I'll be great uh so it's these ideals that we just create in our imagination of what we should be yeah and if we're not like that then we're not good enough we're not worthy we're just not enough yeah these are some like really big life-changing things and like thank god and practices and i think but i think like you know you can enter this lesson because it's been a concurrent recurrent consistent it's with every lesson it's a practice yeah it's like you don't learn it once and then like boom magic how how good would that be i'm enlightened (laughs) it's like you know how i'm making a new app and i'm like doing all of these cool things with the app and i'm just like oh actually i want this thing to do something different now like it was performing this way and now i want it to perform this way and it does it yeah like the app does it we're not like that. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> like, we can, we I can't, can't get like, my iOS fourteen upgrade. No, and we can't like pro <laughs> like just like do a little program. I mean, we can rewire our brain patterns, mm. but again, that Process. takes work and practice, practice. and awareness and um, and work. Did I mention it takes work? Yes, uh, effort. Yeah, and this is why we talk about so many of the same things mm. over and over again in different ways on this podcast. Because it's a practice Mm -hmm. and you listening every week, like it's a practice for you. You hearing more about it, that is part of your practice. Like you're nodding your head along to all these things. Mm. Like that's helping you like get through all this BS and this suffering Mm -hmm. that we humans 
create for ourselves. Yeah. And, I mean, like, yeah, that's the lesson. Like, keep doing the work. Keep Keep practicing and do it for the sake of doing it. Like, don't hold on to the, hey, one day I'm going to be, like, free of this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, actually, you might not, but you can in this moment when you let it go. Exactly. A few last lessons to finish on (laughs) because they just come into my mind. Do your best. I like that. And that is just look. It's going to look like very different for every yeah. person, right? What it's best your is best. for you, yeah. Uh, and the last one is just like, oh, wait, there's two. Learn how to breathe properly, please. If you don't know how, join and, Mary Bunny. And then, again, remember it's a practice. <laughs> learn. It actually is a practice. Learn and do it every day. Yeah. And then the last one is how grateful can you be for this, like, one life that you have? Gratitude is the game changer. I feel like that was our first lesson we talked about with the Merrymaker Sisters. Gratitude is the game changer. And hashtag grateful. And seriously, when, I mean, really we can start here. When you're grateful, you don't compare yourself. Mm -hmm. When you're grateful, you have less expectations Mm -hmm. of yourself and the others around you. When you're grateful, you realise, hey, what you have is awesome and you're more content. I mean, wow. When you're grateful, you surrender because you're acknowledging all the magic Mm -hmm. instead of of trying to uh, guide your path a a certain controlled way. Yeah, the cool thing about all of these lessons really is you could start at any of them and then all of them would probably occur. Yeah. At some stage or another because that's just what happens. You say yes to one lesson, you're like, I'm going to be more grateful. And then just watch everything else happen. And I think that's, like, the best part as well. It's like, yeah, don't start with all these lessons. Mm. If you're like, I want to do all this, (laughs) just choose one. Choose one and start there and then, like, see what happens. And I think you will find more lessons. Yeah. And then you can share them with us. And it's like knowing that, yeah, as, you know, the only thing that is really true for us all is that change happens. Mm -hmm. We change. Life changes. And this can be a magical process and this is what we can embark on from listening to something like this. Hey, like, I'm going to welcome a change. I'm going to be more grateful. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to welcome a change. I'm going to have less expectations of my partner. Mm. I'm going to welcome a change. I'm going to really surrender, like actually practice surrendering, saying yes to when something comes my way, not worrying if it doesn't come my way. Mm. Hey, that job, I didn't get that job. I'm going to surrender. Surrender. It's not for me. Mm. Why? Because there's something better coming. Yeah. Like, geez, amazing. (sighs) So, 30... It's going to be great. Yeah. Bring on this new decade. Yeah. It is a new decade, right? Well, who, yeah, yeah. Because you know how, like, people were like, when it was 2020, people were like, it's not. Oh, who cares about that? It's like 30 because. I'm pretty sure 2020 was a bloody new decade. I think it's. Brought a lot. Yeah, it's like, um, because three, 30s, different to 20, 29. Oh, yeah, okay, yes. So, 30s, I'm excited. I don't really feel any different to yesterday. I mean, two days ago. But you feel different to 20. Yeah, I definitely feel different to 20, definitely 25, even 26, 27, 28. Honestly, like, I'm just going to. And 29. Yeah, I feel. (laughs) 
I feel like I've had a hundred lifetimes in my twenties. We were saying that the twenty to thirty feels like a massive transformational uh, decade. The biggest we've experienced. I mean, like on my twentieth birthday, what was I doing? What were you doing? Drinking a lot of alcohol, partying. Yeah. Uh, worried about what I was going to wear on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep. What, uh, thinking about my gym, ticking off my uh, diet. Probably going on, yeah, a new diet. That's yeah. probably what I was doing. Wearing, trying to find the shortest skirt and, yeah. <laughs> which, like, hey, there's no problem in that. <laughs> you can do that when you're 30 <laughs> as well. I'm just not really doing that. Yeah, very different. Wearing a, uh, doing a lot of spray tans. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just take a look at some of the photos Emma shared of me oh. yesterday. Oh, oh, there wasn't Instagram. that many 20s. There was probably one, really. You decided not to share them, all of the ones that mum sent? No. Of the partying no, days, uh, which I'm kind of grateful for. But there's some real daggy ones, I must say. Oh, my the gosh. The matching tracksuit one's got to be a fave. Or the satin pyjamas with the sunglasses. I love them all. They're so fun. So we'd love to hear your lessons if you're in your 30s. Let us know what your biggest lessons are. If you're in your 20s, let us know what your biggest lesson is. Yeah, even just is. send like your top, yeah, just send your top lesson. Like what's your biggest life lesson you've had to date? Or just at this time because I think it changes as you, like depending on the day. Yeah, right now. Like right your- now, what's your biggest lesson? Send it to us on Instagram stories and we will write back to you and I'm sure we'll be nodding along with your lesson <laughs> as well. Okay. Bye. Bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.